Thanks so much, Mike. Thanks so much for the privilege of being able to share God's Word with you. It's, it's really humbling and it's really a privilege for me. And um, I know we just prayed, but you know, we can never pray enough. So let's pray again. Thank you, God, that we can trust you who never fails. Thank you that when we call on you, you always hear us. And I now pray that the, the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts together will be acceptable to you, Lord Jesus. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. It's a very short message this evening. I've been told I've only got about 20 minutes, so I'm gonna try and get through it on time. Um, but it's a challenging message. And I've always felt God asked me to share challenging messages. Now, some of you might not like that, but I hope you are comfortable to get a little bit uncomfortable tonight. Um, and the message is entitled, Remind Me Who I Am. Remind Me Who I Am. Now, I know the young guys have been, I hope I got this verse right, Galatians uh, 2 verse, Galatians 2 verse something. You guys, uh, sorry, I'll get a note. Galatians 6 verse 2, that's what you young guys were looking at. Is that right? Have I got it? Okay. Um, now, it's always important when you look at a verse in Scripture to, to look at the context of that verse within the chapter and to look at the context of that chapter within the book and to look at that book within the context of why it was written and to who it was written. Now, very quickly, the book of Galatians was written to the church of Galatia and, and most of the people in that church were Jewish Christians. So they were previously Jewish. They, they followed the kosher eating dietary requirements. They were circumcised, all those things. And Paul is writing it to the church in Galatia because the Jewish Christians were almost like looking down on the Gentile Christians who were not uh, circumcised who were not following the Jews' customs. And, and Paul was trying to explain to them that, guys, we don't live under that anymore because Christ has died for us. And the problem with trying to live under the law, which he was trying to explain to them, is that one of two things will happen. If we are trying to live under the law, we are either going to criticize other people who are not doing as well as us. So that's what, what happened. I mean, look at the Pharisees, how they criticized everyone. God, thank you so much that I pray better than those people. Thank you that I'm not like them. And that's what he was saying to them. We can't be like that as Christians. And, and you know, sometimes we do that. Sometimes as the church, we do that. I have to be very careful sometimes when I think, man, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a mature Christian and I look at people and I think, there's something wrong. We can't think like that. And Paul is warning us not to think like that. On the other hand, if we're gonna try and live under the law, we are gonna feel intimidated because we're not gonna ever live up to abiding by every single thing that we have to abide by. So we're gonna begin to feel intimidated. And Paul was saying, Christ didn't die so that you and I could criticize others. Christ didn't die so that you and I need to feel intimidated. Christ died so that we can be free. And that's what, what Paul was trying to say. So in chapter one and two of Galatians, um, Paul is actually reiterating the gospel. He's sharing the gospel again with these guys and saying to them, look, this is why Christ died. And in chapter three and four, he's saying to them, it's no longer just the Jews that are part of this. It's the Gentiles as well. God is creating a multicultural family. That's what he was saying. And then in chapter five and six, he was telling us or showing to the church how we should live 
as Christians, how we should live as people who have received the Holy Spirit, how we should be living a changed life. We cannot be intimidated anymore. We cannot be criticizing anymore. So this is just a background of, of what Galatians is about. So the verse that you guys were looking at, Galatians 6 verse 2, is carry each other's burdens. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. It's a great verse. Don't you think? It's, it's something as the church, as Father's house, any church that you go to where we need to be supporting one another. We need to be carrying burdens and the burdens of other people. But I just want to have a quick look at some of the things in that verse. It says, fulfill the law of Christ. If we carry each other's burdens, we're fulfilling the law of Christ. What does the law of Christ mean? I had a look in the, in the New Testament. I think I found it twice, the law of Christ. Now, exactly what it means, it could mean where Jesus said, love the Lord your God and love your neighbour. And you know, if you look at that, it's basically summarising the Ten Commandments because the first few commandments are telling us to love God. And the next few commandments are telling us how to love our neighbours. So it could be that. But I think it encompasses the whole grace message. If someone brings burden on themselves, let's say I choose to do something terrible and I need to carry the burden because of that, then we need to show grace to that person. Instead of saying you brought it on yourself, go deal with it yourself, as the church we mustn't do that. We need to show grace and we need to walk alongside that person and say, look, you might have brought it on yourself, but I'm here. I'm here for you. I'm here as a brother. I'm here as a sister. We are going to support you and we're going to walk with you. Maybe you didn't bring it on yourself, but still we need to support one another. Carrying someone's burden isn't comfortable, but it's called for. It's not comfortable to carry something heavy. I, I, I know it's not, but we are called to do it. And if I just get to the actual part of what I, want to, what, what I feel God has laid in my heart, I want to look at this a little bit differently to what maybe, Matt, what you guys were looking at. I'm not sure from what perspective you looked at it, but usually we're going to look at it from the side of we as Christians need to carry each other's burdens. I want to look at it from the point of view of the person whose burden needs to be carried. And I'm sure we are all that person. I'm sure we have all got a burden that needs to be carried. So I wanna look at it from that point of view. And the first point, there's just two points. Um, very, very simple, very quickly, but I just feel God has laid this on my heart. Firstly, we need to allow ourselves to be picked up. Sometimes I feel too proud to tell someone I'm struggling with this. I'm supposed to be a mature Christian. I'm supposed to have been in ministry for many years, but I'm too proud to say to someone, please, I need help. I need help. And guys, I just wanna say, if, especially the young, I love these young people so much. I just love young people. I love older people as well, like George and those guys, but you know, <laughs> I, I love all people. Um, I have to love old people because I'm old myself and, I, and the Bible says love yourself. Um, 
but you know, we, we need to allow ourselves to be picked up. Sometimes we don't want that to happen. Let me, let me put it to you this way. The cross, apparently, now I, I, you can go check it up on Google. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I went to look and, and I saw that they estimated that the cross weighed about 80 kilograms. It was about four meters tall, about two and a half meters wide. Now, if someone had a good night's sleep the previous night, and if someone had a good meal that morning, and if someone was bulked up and fit, they could probably drag that cross for a few hundred meters. The, 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 the distance that Jesus had to take it was, I don't know, about a mile, 1.2, 1.3 kilometers. A person who was fit and healthy could probably have done that on their own. But I want you to think about what happened with Jesus. Now, I want you to know that I'm not saying that Jesus couldn't have done it on his own. He was completely God, but he was also completely man. So the God part of him could have done it and said, I'm doing this myself. The human side of him couldn't do it. And you know, he, he wasn't, as far as man part concerned, he couldn't do it himself. And Simon, the, the, the soldiers saw this and they called this random guy out of the crowd and they said, you need to carry this cross for me. And Simon pulled this cross as he walked behind Jesus. And the Bible tells us to carry our cross and follow him. And Simon was an example of what we should be doing. Now, Jesus, let me, let me say what I think why this happened. I think Jesus was trying to show us that there are times in our life when things get too heavy for us and we need to allow others to help us because Jesus had a mission in life. He had a purpose. Michael W. Smith sings a song, Secret Ambition. Jesus had a secret ambition to die for each and every one of us so that we might accept Him as our personal Saviour. And Jesus knew that. And he knew that if he was gonna die there trying to carry this cross, it wouldn't have fulfilled what was supposed to happen. So he allowed Simon of Cyrene to carry the cross so that he could get to the ambition and the purpose that God had for his life. If we do not allow people to help us when we are struggling with things, that load is gonna wear us down and we are gonna end up not making it to the point where God is calling us to go. That is why God created the church. That is why we are here. We are here for one another. And I just pray that when, when there's a heavy burden that I need to carry, that one of you will walk with me and carry it with me. And I just pray that when one of you have got a burden that you need to carry, that I will be there to walk it with you and not to judge you, and not to say what is the problem. You know, tonight you might have, and I might have a burden I'm carrying. Maybe it's an addiction. Maybe it's, it's anger that I'm carrying because of abuse. Maybe it's, I'm in a relationship that is toxic and, and I'm feeling bad about things and I'm just running myself down. Whatever it is, we need each other and that's why we need the church. Whichever church you go to, I'm not promoting a specific church, but because I'm here, I'm saying as Father, as family, 
Well, this one, this one. As fathers, as family, we need to be here for one another. We need to support one another, but we also need to allow people to help us. The second point, and, and there's only two points. Um, this is probably the more challenging one. And I don't want to step on anyone's toes here, but if I do, then that's just what it is. Um, because this has happened to me. Don't make a career out of letting others carry your burdens. That's hectic. Don't become that person who wants everyone to just carry their burden and you're not willing to carry it yourself. An example, I want you to bring the Bible with me, but um, I forgot it at home. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I just wanted to look at some examples of the Israelites. When, when God led the Israelites out of Egypt, He led them out of slavery. And all they did was complain. I don't know if you've read Exodus and seen those terrible Israelites complaining about every single thing that happened. They just offloaded and offloaded on poor Moses and Moses probably had it and he, and he smashed the rock and because of that, he didn't even go into the promised land. The poor guy. But, but that's what, what these guys were doing. They just made a career out of complaining and, and getting everyone else to carry their burdens. You know what happened to them? None of them saw their promised land. And if we are gonna make a career out of, out of letting other people carry our burdens all the time, then it's gonna become a problem for us. So the, the, the reason why I mentioned that is because Galatians 6 verse five almost seems as if it contradicts Galatians 6 verse two, because 6 verse five says, for each one should carry his own load. So how does that work? Because the first one said, you need to help others to carry their burdens. And this one is saying, carry your own load. What is it talking about? Now, I'm not Greek. I know someone who is here, <laughs> at least one person. Um, but I know that in, that in those two verses, the word um, uh, burden and the word load, it's two different Greek words that are used there. The one is referring to something that is not that someone is not able or meant to carry on their own. The other one is that is meant to be carried on your own. So that's the difference. So if you are stumbling under an unbearable load tonight, share it with someone. That's why the church is here. Just, just that's why we're here. We're supposed to share it with each other. And if you and I, have adopted a victim attitude because of the things that have happened to us. Stop it. Let's just stop it. We can't live like that. We need to remember who we serve. We need to remember that God is there with us throughout it all. And the more we carry the cross that we meant to carry, the stronger we're gonna get, the more resilient we're gonna get, the more our faith is gonna be tested, but the stronger our faith is gonna get. And one of the reasons why we came back to Australia or to South Africa from Australia, we lived there for 12 years. One of the reasons why we came back is because we just love South African people. They are resilient, they are strong, they don't let things get them down, they just keep going. And fortunately the Springboks just smashed the Australians yesterday in rugby, so that's a good thing. But God wants us to be resilient. He wants us to be strong. 
Because if we're strong in ourselves, we can be strong for someone else. But if I'm not strong in myself carrying my own load that I need to carry, how am I gonna be able to help someone else carry their burden? God wants us to become strong. So we basically done, this was a short message. Um, I've got about four minutes left, but it's probably not gonna last about four minutes. So, so let's ask God tonight to remind us of three things. Let's ask Him to remind us who we are. The three things that we want God to remind us tonight is that we are not victims. You and I are not victims. As a Christian, we cannot be victims, okay? The second thing is, let us ask God to remind us that we are victorious through the blood of Jesus Christ. He has made us victorious. If the devil comes with his garbage towards you, just pray the blood of Jesus over yourself because nothing can, can be victorious over the blood of Jesus. And the third thing that we need to ask God to remind us, remind me God that I am a child of the one true King. Nothing can get me down. No load that I need to carry is too heavy for me. No burden that I need to carry cannot be carried with my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. And this, um, we, we're gonna stand soon and sing, but, um, but, but before we do that, I just, I just wanna maybe share, or maybe we can stand, maybe we can stand now and I can just pray together with us and then we can, uh, we can sing together the final song. Father, we just thank you that we are not victims because we have a Christ who died on the cross for us and has given us victory, victory over everything. Not even death can hold us down. Not even death. So we thank You, Father God, that we worship You and that You are so almighty that nothing, nothing can stop us. Help us, Father, to, to not make a career out of asking people to, to carry the load that is meant for us. Help us, Father, to be strong and to walk the road that You've called us to walk. And help us, Father, that we can fulfill the purpose that You have for us in Jesus Christ. And thank You, Father God, that our souls can arise because You took my sin and You made me victorious. Arise, my soul. Amen.